uh, my holiday for the year, Oscar weekend, and uh, this is the 95th uh, annual Academy Awards, and it's going to be hosted by um, Jimmy Kimmel, who's done it for uh, this, I believe this is his third time, he's done it before. Uh, it's uh, going to be at the Dolby Theater in Los Angeles, that usually is traditionally, and it's set for Sunday night. Uh, the red carpet begins around 6 o'clock, of course, they'll be broadcasting stuff all day, and the actual awards start at 8 p.m., um, it's a pretty uh, exciting year. I think it's been a pretty good year for film. Um, there's uh, a lot of tight races. Um, the the uh, uh, I think the the ten best pictures are pretty representative of the year. Um, you know, there's a few omissions that uh, people are, are quibbling about, but that happens every year. Uh, but I think it's a, a good wide base, and for people who uh, tend to complain, oh, they don't have popular movies and stuff anymore. Well. You have, you know, Maverick, Top Gun Maverick. You have um, Avatar and Elvis, if you want to consider that sort of a, a popular blockbuster. All three of those are nominated in the category of Best Picture, <clears throat> along with a lot of other uh, independent films or more artistic films. So I think it's a pretty good wide swap. Joe, when you look at the Best Picture Award, this could be the year, as you just mentioned, that we see, quote, a action flick taken. Many people are pointing towards Maverick, but of course there's many other films up there, but I guess give a, uh, you did a little bit of a preview. Who do you like in this category, Joe? Well, I guess we're going to just start, jump right in with best picture. Um, <clears throat> look, I, the, all the preview awards and all the sentiment and all the momentum is pretty clearly going to everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah. Um, that's my prediction for the best picture. I think it's, I don't want to say a lock because there's never such a thing as a lock at the Oscars. Um, but the momentum just seems to be swinging that way. And I think it's going to, we'll talk about this in a minute, but I think that's going to also sweep into a lot of other categories. Um, now, you know, we talked about, you, you mentioned that Maverick, uh, there's some, some speculation that maybe that might, might win. Um, I don't really think that's going to happen, but it's not impossible. The way the best pictures are voted on is something, uh, it's too expensive too complicated mathematically to explain, but the simple version is it's preferential balloting, meaning that the Academy voters rank their, uh, their number one through 10 films. And, you know, they put those votes in and the one with the least amount of votes gets eliminated. And those votes then go to the next film. And it's like I said, it's a little bit complicated, but the point is that, you know, if someone had Maverick as their second favorite film, even after they voted, Number one for everything, everywhere, all at once. If enough people did that, it could accumulate the vote. So it's not impossible for a, a movie like Maverick to uh, uh, surprise everybody. But my prediction is everything, everywhere, all at once. All right, let's go to best actor, best actress in film, and hit those two categories and who you like there, Joe. Well, again, you know, a lot of these races seem to be like a two-person race um, for best actor. The sentiment has been for all the award season for Brendan Fraser in The Whale. Uh, the, the movie was only okay, uh, but his performance was pretty amazing. He, you know, is a, is a Hollywood favorite, a nice guy. Uh, he's making a comeback, so it's a really great story, and the Academy likes great stories like that. So the sentiment is that he's going to win Best Actor. He, he's won some, you know, pre-awards. When I say pre-awards, I'm talking about SAG Awards and BAFTA and things like that. But... Don't count out Austin Butler for Elvis. A lot of people think he might take it. So 
Uh, I'm I'm predicting Brendan Fraser, but I won't be surprised if Austin Butler brings it home. Um, for actress, it's kind of the same story. The the sentiment leading up to now has been that it's Kate Blanchett in Tar. It's hers to lose, and I felt that way, and and um, I felt that way up until the SAG Awards when Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once did a surprise win. That's pretty big because the actors branch is the biggest uh, voting branch in the Academy. So uh, even though it's not exactly the same voters because the Academy is smaller than the voting, uh, um, uh, you know, all the voters in SAG altogether, but they voted Michelle Yeoh as the best actress. So I'm still picking Kate Blanchett. I thought it was an amazing performance, but I won't be surprised if Michelle Yeoh takes it home. Again, that sweeping momentum of everything, everywhere, all at once. And I'll kind of jump right into, um, uh, I, I hope we have time to talk about this, but the supporting actor yeah. is sort of the same thing. Uh, Ki Kwan, uh, he's going to win for Best Supporting Actor for his role in Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Uh, for those who haven't seen the film, you might remember him as Short Round from uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Dune or the Goonies. So he's been out of the business for so many years, so he's a great comeback story. He's won every preseason award. He's made great speeches. Uh, I don't see anyone but him taking that home. For supporting actress, this is again where uh, it's, it's kind of an up in the air. Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once um, is, is a favorite. Angela Bassett for Black Panther. Both of those would sort of be um, lifetime achievement awards, if you will, as well as uh, awards for, for great performances. A lot of people think Carrie Condon from Banshees of Inishirin. Uh, I thought she was a great performance. So I'm a little bit of a toss-up on that supporting actress thing. I think I'm going to go with Jamie Lee Curtis again because I think the momentum of everything, everywhere, all at once is going to sweep her in. But uh, I won't be surprised if uh, Angela Bassett Bassett or uh, Carrie Condon sweep in. And same thing kind of goes for director. Okay. Uh, Best director. Uh, My sentimental favorite personally is Steven Spielberg. A lot of you know that I'm a big Spielberg fan. I teach a Spielberg class. Uh, Jaws is my favorite movie, so on and so on. So I really want to see Spielberg win for the, for the Fablemans, for sort of his uh, you know, personal film to kind of sum up his career. But I do think that the, the two Daniels, as they're known, uh, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, um, who do, co-directed Everything Everywhere All at Once, is probably going to sneak in that win and I don't even know if it's a sneak because, uh, like I said, they, they won the, the DGA award and um, I, they, they won other awards. So uh, I think they're going to win. So I think it's going to be a pretty big night for everything, everywhere, all at once. With us is Joe Fortunato. He's a film study professor, of course, and he hits us with film school each and every Friday. He does a great job with us. You can see his work at WAKR.net. And Joe, next week, will recap, by the way, the Academy Awards. But, Joe, you're not done doing previews and setting this up. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you're going to be on the TV doing a little work with this stuff. <laughs> I am. I don't know if we're ready for me on TV, but, uh, <laughs> but I will be on uh, – News 5, uh, Good Morning Cleveland this Sunday morning um, the, in the 10 to 11 hour. I believe I'll probably be on around 1030. Uh, but hey, hey throw them a bone and watch their whole show. But I'll be talking Oscars on News Channel 5 uh, Sunday morning at about 1030.